what are we getting into, Kamish? Well, we're definitely missing uh, one of our uh, top people here tonight on the podcast here. The uh, B-Man, the main herb, two and eleven, Jersey Shore. Uh, he definitely, he definitely keeps the thing going. Um, he's in Cabo tonight. He decided to ditch us on the boat, and he's gone to Cabo. Apparently, me and with the Cowboys discussing some bullshit. Jerry Jones. But anyway, how they're gonna get a win in the playoffs? Jerry Jones is the most overrated owner in the NFL. What has that guy done? Just about as much as his fucking team. Which is money. two Super Bowls in my lifetime, so that ain't shit to me. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Two two playoff wins in my lifetime. I'm sorry. Oh, they've never they've never gotten a Super Bowl with Jerry Jones. I don't know. They no, he did. He has all of them. But what happened is the previous oh. owner built the team and brought everybody in, and then Jones bought it off them. So Jones pretty much paid for that team that they had. And they won like three Super Bowls in like five years or some shit. That's why he's still there. They had like a nice run for like a seven year span. Like they've always been a decent franchise. You know what I mean? But they their dominant run was over the span of like six years. And outside of that, they've been a pretty average NFL team. Yeah. Pretty average hyped up NFL team. Because they're ass, but everybody hypes them up. I mean, they're fans. fans hype them up. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know Bray's not a big fan, so. Well, how do you a fan after? What did they call that? It, the pass gate? The, what was that? The that pass match, interference pass gate. Oh, yeah. What, what was that? What, what do you call that? How do you call that? You call that conspiracy, and Jones paid for that win. Yo. <laughs> That's why it's taken till twenty uh twenty two for Matthew Stafford to get that first playoff win. Well, it's kind of ironic he leaves Detroit and he's undefeated in the playoffs all of a sudden. Tom Brady retired. <clears throat> Apparently not. Apparently, Paolo has the inside scoop on this one. Let me see what happened. See if he. So what do you, so what do you think? Are you? But let me ask you this, Paolo. We all know what destroys a franchise long run, and that's going after the high commodity for just a year or two. So let's say let's say you take Brady back. Is it worth it to make a run at the Super Bowl with them and possibly lose Lance and whatever kind of future you have long run here? Or you say, F it, let's go after it, risk it? No, nah, I definitely think that, you know. Having the opportunity to bring the greatest player ever in the sport is always a, it's always a plus. But you know, a year of him teaching Lance, I think that'd be huge. Something that you know, it's invaluable. So yeah, I think it's worth it to go after him. I definitely give you that. I mean, it's easy for me to sit here and say I want it as a Lions fan because I know that shit would never happen in Detroit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> two years. Ago. Two years ago, when um, I mean, first broke out, I was against it. I thought he wasn't going to be, you know, on that type of level he's been playing. But, I mean, Brady's shown he's ageless. So, father time ain't catching up to him. Yeah, I think Two we all can ago, agree I that. He won a chick. Immediately, then we missed the playoffs. Jimmy got hurt. Shred. <laughs> Shred. Yeah, Jimmy G is definitely the puppet of Brady. Uh, tries to be like him, but just ain't him. 
know, I don't know. Chilling. More playoff what do you, what do you, what do you think, Freddie, about the the Saints QB situation? You think they should make a call to Brady, run it back in the NFC South? I mean, I feel like everybody wants Brady on their team. <laughs> Brady's gonna take us straight to the Super Bowl. It don't matter what coach we got, because Brady turns into the coach at that point. You feel me? Yeah, I would. I would say Michael Thomas and Camaro with Brady is probably enough. You probably don't really need many more pieces than that. Yeah, that's killer. <clears throat> Especially that defense. You guys have still have a top five defense over there. Yo, yo. So didn't lose no pieces. I don't think you guys are losing everyone this year. There was a few guys, a lot of guys hurt actually, but they'll be back next year. I think Malcolm Jenkins might be one, but dude, you don't want to waste money on that dude. He's like 35, 36. Just move on. But he's a he, he's nice. He's nice. He's a nice piece to the defense. Malcolm Jenkins. Definitely. I I almost would say maybe Hall of Fame for that guy. He's won Super Bowls. He's Pro Bowls, he's – I give it to him. I think he was with the Eagles when he won. Um, yeah, dude, he was with you guys, went to Philly for a while, and then came back. He's only played for you two, though. It's just like the car wash. Everybody comes back. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> comes back. With the vibe. Yeah. Uh, it's probably hey, the opposite there, though, hey, as to why. Speaking, speaking of the Saints – I know Paula was talking to me about the the new movie that came out on Netflix. Did any of y'all watch it? What is it? It's called Home I Team. I'm right? not finished it. Yeah. Oh, you haven't Home finished Team. it? Nah, I only watched it halfway. There's like some like I don't know. It's alluding to him going to Dallas. Oh yeah, I know. The whole movie is like about that. You're talking about Sean Payton? Yeah. yeah. The Saints are on the movie. Yeah, it's about it's about Sean Payton getting kicked off the Saints because he did some illegal shit. Why you, yeah, why do you think the Cowboys held on to McCarthy one more year? Because they, they're going to get Payton a year. He'll definitely take a year, and then they're going to fire McCarthy next year, and then they'll bring Payton in. McCarthy's contract runs out after the season. Payton might – that might be his next move. Going to Dallas. And I looked it up. I actually looked it up. I looked up uh, home team, Cowboys, Sean Payton. And the first thing that popped up is Netflix's new movie is the key to decoding Sean Payton's future. How about, how about we talk about the fact that McCarthy, has he, he's never coached a team that was mediocre he was on a green bay team that was beyond expectations and then went to a dallas team that was in the same boat mccarthy is i don't think he's above a beyond average coach i think he just has always been placed in the right position if you ask me could you imagine him being a coach of a let's say even detroit or the Cleveland Browns or Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? Is he really elite? I don't I don't think he is. I don't think so. I definitely can agree with that. Who who have his quarterbacks been in his career? Aaron Rodgers and uh, Dak Prescott. And the Boy, the Dal- Dallas Dallas uh Dalton. Bro, we've seen how they performed when they lost Dak. 
an offset. And he and the same thing in Green Bay when they didn't have Rodgers when he got hurt multiple times. Oh. Fuck out of here. Guy's fake. There's a reason Rodgers wanted him out of there. Can you really call McCarthy uh, uh, a co- I know he's a football coach, but can you call him one of the best? Eh. Has he been a coach of two of the best winning teams? Yeah. But can you call him one of the best coaches of all time? I don't think so. I don't know. Not even close. It's like you said, he's just been put in good situations. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, no, I think he, he's pretty overrated. I mean, when you're with – I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers this year when that one game against Arizona when they're undefeated. I mean, no receivers. Rodgers goes out there, puts the team on his back. I mean, McCarthy's had pieces and just never really proved anything out of him. So you think that McCarthy calls the plays there, or you think it's Aaron Rodgers strictly just shut the fuck up, let me call this shit? Yeah, I, th- I think it's Rodgers. I think that's what it is, too. I think McCarthy was at the helm of them, all them victories that Aaron Rodgers had. No, that was Aaron Rodgers all day. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Look at what happens when these quarterbacks, man, in, in this league, when you let them do their thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Andy Reid letting Mahomes do his thing, the Bills with Allen. And it just shows with with Stafford in L.A. Like, I think it's truly about the coach you have nowadays, too. Like, you got to have – definitely got to have talent, but the coaches – it's going to be the coach at the end. Look at the Bengals right now. You know what I mean? Like – I was just going to – I was just going to say, wait till uh, Joe Burrow. Wait till they give him the reins in Cincinnati. I guarantee it's going to be the same thing. When you give yep. the reins to the quarterback – the quarterback is the guy who's on the field at the end of the day, right? Uh, exactly. So he's gonna be the he's gonna be the one that knows what's gonna actually at the end of the day beat these guys. Yep. Exactly. Once you give that veteran the reins, he's gonna get you to where you need to be. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. Like when we go we go back to Mike McCarthy on that, and he's a coach that I feel like is still in 2005. Like he's calling the plays. Doesn't trust the quarterback. You know what I mean? We all know if, you know, Matt would love this if, if he were here here to hear me say this. We, but talk about we all the know Dak. Most when he's not here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going to be so mad. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Well, he went to Cabo. If with 14 seconds left, the coach is really calling for a QB sneak. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's ego with, with some of these coaches still. And I think it's about getting that right coach that understands today's game and understands that when you have a talented quarterback like a Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, you got to trust them, man. You got to let them run the game. You know what I mean? You brought them in to to bring your franchise to the Super Bowl. So, you know, end of story. I don't care. Players might play for whatever, but coaches are here to win. So you're bringing that guy in to win. And I don't know. Like I was going to say earlier with Detroit, look at Detroit. We definitely held Stafford back. We, Bray, Rhino, you know, those two managers, when we let him do whatever he wanted, what happened? Touchdowns. Very quick. But we were always down by so much because our coaches didn't trust him. He goes to the Rams. McVay trusts him. Stafford's doing that the whole game now. And it's like now we see what he really is. You know what I mean? Yep. I think he, he only has uh, one interception in the playoffs. Well, can I say, can I say too, Six touchdowns. With, the, 
with the interceptions, you know, it's not so necessarily that he's a bad quarterback. It's a sense of Stafford just takes risk 24-7. That's what he does. He does what he can to get the touchdown. Sometimes it turns in sometimes it turns into a pick, but let's see what he's I mean, let's look at what he's done this offseason. One interception through what? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he's came through when he needs to and he does in the offseason or during the regular season as well, as I should say. Uh but what it is is he just takes more chances during the uh regular season, but you know Yep. That's why if the Bengals defense is on point on Sunday, they're gonna, he's going to have trouble. He's going to have trouble because he's a risky player. He throws, like I said last week, he throws for like 50 yards and sometimes gets a gets a touchdown, sometimes gets a pick. It's like, yeah, he's really risky, but it's fun to watch. But you want a quarterback that can that can air it out, you know? Bengals defense second half held... Uh, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes, the three points, and took it to overtime and didn't let them score. I mean, Bengals, they're they're a sleeper team. I think Stafford's going to have to watch out for that secondary. I think it's going to be a pretty damn good game. I think the only Fire game. the only big difference in this game, which could affect it pretty significantly, um, is that D-line of the Rams versus the Bengals. Pretty poor O-line. I mean... If they let Aaron Donald and Cole get back there on just a four-man rush, it's going to be a long night for Burrow. So hopefully they can hold up. If they hold up, it's going to be a great-ass game. I don't really know who could win. I think I'm leaning Rams, but because of their defense mostly, I think both offenses are pretty. You got Burrow and Chase and then versus Stafford and Cup. It don't get better than that. Defense wins championships, so. I mean, I think it will come down to a defensive, defensive type game. Let's get off the intermission. Let's get back to uh. Let's get back to the Super Bowl talk. What's up? Yes, yes, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl talk. What did we even leave off at? We left so we're off leaving Bengals defense after. Yeah, so we're pretty much after Burrow. Offenses, baby. That's what it's about. It's about the offense. Fuck a defense. Defense wins championships. Don't tell me defense wins championships when the damn score is 35-34 final. Hey, look at look at KC. KC's got a fire, blazing hot offense. Defense garbage. They suck. It's always the The Vikings need to hire the fucking OC there. How you say his name? Bellamy or whatever? Oh, Eric. I don't even know. <laughs> <Belemony>. <laughs> yes, they need they need to hire that guy. So what? What was the Bills' excuse if we're talking about defense? Sorry, I missed. Well, Paul, where's 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 the Niners' defense right now? What time are they playing? Couldn't carry the next defense in the league. Where they're Jimmy G trash. They're hosting Roethlisberger's retirement party. That's where they're at. To flip when the league is rigging for the Rams to win at home, bro. Nah, there. I heard that they're playing the Super Bowl in Dallas because the Rams can't sell tickets. There's a lot of backlash on that right now, too. I heard that they're doing it in Dallas so they can have a neutral field every year for the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is because you know Dallas ain't ever gonna make it. 
Where's Matt? Where's Matt? Why not have him in Detroit? Yeah, Motown. Well, I mean, they still want fans to show up. Full ball. I'll show up, bitch. I'll be there. <laughs> is is uh, Dan Campbell the future, or is he just a fraud? What do you think? He's definitely a uh, catapult. But a, a good cat. He's like Jim Schwartz, the Caldwell. Our next coach will have to get us to the promised land. Sam Campbell is, is nice. I fuck with him. He he changed shit around in Detroit, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, when he took over the offensive coordinator week eight on Detroit's offense. Look at golf oh. stats, man. I have a uh, photo I took from. So if Dan Campbell was calling plays since week one, golf had. He would have a 69% completion. He would have almost 4,000 yards, 37 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions with a 107 passer rating. That's if Dan Campbell called play since. That's weekend. actually pretty good outside of the completion percentage. Most of the good ones are up in like the mid-70s. But, I mean, it's yeah, golf, we, so. We, and we got no like, real, real stud. Hawkinson being out, Swift being hurt. I mean, who are you going to rely on the rookies and the you know third stringers no one knows about? And he made something happen with them. So, I mean, I feel like he's good for Detroit. Yeah, I mean, and he won. The games he won, too, were against pretty good teams. They weren't no mediocre teams. I mean, the Steelers were still kind of sus, but then we beat – who else? We beat, like – Well, there was – it wasn't even just that. It was the teams that we almost beat, too. You know, like the Ravens, like with that bullshit 69 or what was it, 75, 89 yard. Hold on, let me say something. The other thing is, though, too, the last time there was a head coach in the NFL that players really got behind was Mike Tomlin. People forget that, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin was their first guy, like, head coach-wise, that players was really able to get behind. And that's kind of what Dan Campbell reminds me of. I'm not saying he's Mike Tomlin. I'm just saying as far as, like, that player to coach camaraderie i guess you would say yeah they fuck with him yeah players coach yeah and then all those same players turned on him for holding big ben's nuts on a platter (laughs) this guy yo after they won a super bowl and went to what like one or two more i'll take that in detroit all day (laughs) right you'll take anything in detroit well that kind of drought i mean (laughs) i think this is mike tomlin's first time ever having a losing season for say and his career, so. Hmm. I don't think it was a losing season. No? I think those offenses yeah. and defenses have always been pretty great on those Steelers teams. Well, I was just I was just saying more of like, a, like the coach that like a player was behind, like willing to play for is what I mean. Like as far as like, all right, I'm behind this guy 100%. I feel like Mike Tomlin is that guy. And I feel like... DC Dan Campbell may be going that direction. I'm just saying. It's the player respect for someone who played before. I think we see that with um the Titans too with Vrabel. They get behind him a lot too over there. I mean, <clears throat> even with Tannehill, they still somehow they got the number one seed with Tannehill. That's just I think that was just that team playing their heart out for for their coach. Yeah. They have talent too. Don't get me wrong, you gotta have talent, but they they did that without Henry. Without a Henry, they missed, a lot of Miss Brown. Um, I don't know. You can say that when you finish number one, and you missed him for more than half the year. 
That's, that's tough. In their division, though, right? No, they finished number one in the AFC. Yeah, they did lock. They locked up a bye week first round. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say the they Bills. can't play without no nah, the Bills. No, nah. it was the Titans and oh, were they the like uh, fourth best, fifth best. Oh shit! This whole time I thought it was the Bills. No, nah, the Bills had to play. The Bills' first playoff game was no, it wasn't Kansas City. Who they played? The Patriots. And they smoked them. They scored on every position. Every possession. Great game against the Pats. That's why they were kind of looking at a quarterback to go to Tennessee. Like, you think about it, if, you know, Derrick Henry has to stay uh, healthy. But imagine having a guy like Aaron Rodgers in Tennessee, even with the health. The, yo, that's nasty. With the A.J. AJ Brown. Brown. A.J. Brown. Yeah, bro. Derrick Henry. Even with the, uh, Julio Jones. Julio, we were just talking. When Julio was like your third threat on the team, that's uh, hey, pretty scary if you have the right quarterback. Didn't Julio not get a single touchdown all season? He got one. Very late, though. It was all, pretty much almost like he never scored. That's tough. Last week, regular season. It was more just saying the fact of Julio is your third like your third threat, like Julio. Out of you think, you think like you know, not outside of new football fans, but you know, veterans. You think Julio is your third down, like or not your third down, but your third option. That's pretty crazy, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I totally agree. I think with Julio this year, he missed a lot of time with injuries too. Um, but we all know what Julio Jones can do on the field still. I mean, he's definitely, if he's healthy, he's he's scary. You know what I mean? He's a number one receiver, I think, still, when he's healthy on the field. When Kelvin Johnson was healthy, who did, you know, in them later in them later years, who was there? Julio. Yo, I'm, I'm just saying, you get a healthy Julio, you never know. Exactly. Oh. Look at Anquan Bolden, man. Remember his year in Detroit? I mean, we're like, oh, this guy... 13 years this guy comes in freaking nine touchdowns over a thousand yards like dude could you imagine being that good in the nfl that your 13th year you can come into the detroit lions not that they're great but it's just one that like your 13th year and you're still one of the all-stars like is that show is detroit that bad or is that just show how good you are you know what i'm saying no one normally lasts that long, that good in Detroit. That's for sure. <laughs> we got two of the top players that retired early. <laughs> well, another top player in uh, news today is uh, Freddie's boy, Elvin Kamara. Free AK. Uh, apparently, him and his him and his buddies decided to uh, get a little pre Pro Bowl uh, mosh pit going with a fan. Was it a fan or was it a hater? <laughs> well, from reports, it sounds like dude was trying to enter the elevator with them, and they pushed him out, and then apparently Camara chased him down and knocked him down and uh, helped with the assault on this guy. So I think Camara could be looking at some, you know, probably not some time because he's got millions. So I thought about that. He he could probably post bail, I'm sure. But um, he's definitely not going to be playing in the NFL for, for a little bit. Yeah. 
That that I can't disagree. He'll definitely miss some time in the NFL. It depends how long this carries on. How long depends on the details too. Yeah, because no, I heard that he got the like he got yeah they stomped him, dude, twenty three times when he was on the ground and punched. Well, hey, let me let let me ask you this. Let's say let's say for example he gets suspended for we'll say seven games. Mm-hmm. Is he still? Do you still take him in the first three rounds? If you're, you know what I'm saying, because that helps you if you're in the later rounds in fantasy. If you, you survive know, to later, you know, well, that long yeah. into the season. Well, of course, but got to hear you don't you don't think you get that far in the season taking Alvin Kamara unless you're you know a fantasy pro. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he's I I. Me, I avoid people like that. I just say seven, eight games, not worth it to me. It's a different situation, but look at Michael Thomas. Never came back, and he's an all-star. I think he's a little different situation because I don't think he wants to be there. Really? Where Kamara seems like he's, he's kind of down with being there. I, I don't think Michael Thomas wants to be there. And I think with Sean Payton leaving. You're saying Michael Thomas is done with the best team in the NFL? I will, I will make a prediction right here on this podcast. I don't think Michael Thomas plays another snap with the New Orleans Saints. No. I agree. I agree with that. I don't think – I I think he's out too as far as – even Sean Payne. You've seen what came out with Sean Payne and Drew Brees. He told that man yep. don't come back. And now yeah. a year later, Sean Payton, he's out. And now this thing with Alvin Kamara, what is he coming back to? Why would he come back? Thomas is also almost 30. He's not trying to rebuild. Yeah, exactly. Nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's definitely going to be a hotter topic come March. But uh, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to be in a Saints uniform this year. And if he is, he ain't playing. He's holding out again. Thomas, Calvin, Ridley, Adams on the move this summer? Ridley, apparently, I don't think, I mean, who am I to say if he had mental issues? We don't know. But it sounds like with what he's saying now, I don't think he wanted to be in Atlanta. I don't know if he used anything as an excuse, but now he wants to trade and stuff all of a sudden. And would I take him? He might be out. For the right price. Why my thing is though with what you said though with him not wanting to play for Atlanta, it's hard to think that because you would think outside of that one year, Atlanta's always had one of the top offenses always in like the, let's say the last ten years probably if not more, Atlanta's right. always had a top offense. So what would make Kelvin not want to come back to that team? You know what I'm saying? Right. I think what it is is players look more, and I could be wrong. I mean, some players are still old school, but I think some players look into the future more now than ever. And I think he probably just sees Matt Ryan getting up there in age. What is he, like 38 now? I mean, I don't think Ryan's really got – he's already starting to decline, in my opinion. Ben. I don't I don't see a whole lot in Atlanta, though. I mean, when you name players around Kelvin Ridley, what other players – come to mind i mean there's not really i think once julio went out he kind of was just like i'm out like i i could be in green bay with rod you know what i mean they're seeing all these flashy quarterbacks now and ryan's just not that and the age i think that's just my opinion but i do agree with you 
That's the thing. Younger players want to stay relevant, stay in good teams that can actually get them into a better position. He's not going to stay yeah. with an aging quarterback that ain't really doing much. If he was like an Aaron Rodgers, if he was like a Drew Brees, somebody of that status that's a vet, then I understand him staying. But Yeah, I think Matt Ryan's peak was at Super Bowl yeah. that they blew. That whole line has done. No favors. He's like one of the lead guys that gets sacked every year. Where else, though, could Matt Ryan succeed, though? Like, what other teams Nowhere. could you see him succeeding? Follow, I think, hit on the head. I don't think anywhere. The commander. He's done, bro. I mean, he just had Julio Jones and Ridley, and he got, like I said, I think the Super Bowl was his peak, and he had them both. Yeah. And they just. Now Julio's gone. I, I think Ridley's. I don't think he's as washed as you guys are saying. He can still start on a lot of these teams. He could be a starter if he went elsewhere, but. In today's league, who's looking for a 38-year-old quarterback that's not Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe a team that needs somebody no matter what, like the Commanders. I was just going to say Washington. Washington. I mean, maybe. Washington, yeah. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. But is Terry McLaurin that much better than Ridley? Is he going almost to the same situation? Um, Gibson's better. McKissick. Yeah. The run game's definitely Curtis Samuel. They got, who's their tight end? Logan Thomas, I believe. Thomas. Thomas. Sprinkle, too. Sprinkles. A much better defense. He'll be a game manager and not a game winner. But do you think Matt Ryan, let me ask you this question then. If if you're Washington, do you think Matt Ryan can take down the Dallas Cowboys for you with that team? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah? you can Dallas Cowboys is a bad example. Well, that's probably the team that they would be competing with, honestly. The Giants are rebuilding their trash. Atlanta's in a pretty good division. I feel like they've been all right to hold their own in their own division. They were almost 500 this year. I think going to a division with the Cowboys, Eagles, and uh, Giants, that he could easily be top team, if not top two team over there. I feel like he's well, just not as bad as advertised. Well, I mean, I wasn't insulting the man. I was just saying it from Kelvin Ridley's standpoint is how that kind of became with Matt Ryan. If you want to talk about Matt Ryan, we can we can talk about that. I feel like he's one of those guys that has like three good games a season, like takes off, and then you don't hear from him the rest. Hey, of the he season. did win me my uh, fantasy championship, there, boys. Really, starting quarterback that year. Fantasy gods didn't like that. Surprisingly, Dak Prescott last minute. If you have a if you have a Matt Ryan in LA though this year, what like the team that Stafford has, and I'm not saying that Matt Ryan's technically better than Matthew Stafford. They did come around the same time. What I'm saying is though, do you not think uh, Matt Ryan in this LA team, you don't think he would produce the same? You don't think so? Not as Stafford. I don't think he has Stafford's arm power and accuracy Damn. at this point in his career. In a division like that, too, they probably finished last. 
Yeah, in that division too, for sure. Matt Ryan's always failed out in the Bay, in the Bay Area. I think his record actually is pretty bad out West. Where Stafford actually wasn't that bad. I think he was 500 against the teams out there. So, I mean, he... I don't know. I don't know if that really has anything to do with that comparison, but I mean, I don't know. That also goes to like back to coaching and play scheme too. Like, I think the Rams run a whole nother different style offense than for say Washington would, because Washington's more like run heavy, where the Rams are what Stafford fits and they like to sling it. I don't think Matt Ryan can sling it like that. Well, the reason, the other reason though, I say Matt Ryan is because. When you think of draft class and then where they are, that that's the that's been the comparison since they came in the league was Matt Ryan to Matt Stafford. They came in at the same time. Honestly, I, I hate to say it, being a Lions fan, I think Matt Ryan was better over his career. Um, I I think honestly, at this point of his career, Matthew Stafford is better. Uh, but I think if you put a Matt Ryan with a team like L.A., I don't see much of a difference. I think that Matt just has Matt Ryan, I should say, hasn't had much of a team around him in the last couple of years outside of them couple offensive weapons. Right. But I think if you did put Matt Ryan with a team like L.A., like the Rams, I think it would be the same outcome. But that is me. I can see. I mean, I can definitely agree with that because of the team the Rams have with that defense, yeah. too. I mean, you could you could almost stick maybe Roethlisberger on that team, and he might get you a playoff one or two. Um, shoot, shoot, you could possibly throw Goff back in there and get back into the playoffs, to be quite honest with you, with how many people they added. I mean, let's not forget that Goff was that quarterback, what, two, three years ago when they made it? Highest paid QB. It makes it sound like I'm. It makes it sound like I'm not like with Stafford being like the guy. I know he is. He's. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is though, Matt Ryan. He's been the truth. I ain't gonna act like he's not. If you look at the career, if you look at their career path, it it's basically identical. If if you look at it, that one guy took his. Draft the team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so I don't know. Hey, but uh, let's get into the uh, Super Bowl predictions. Let's see uh, what pe- what people are picking over here, huh? Let's start with uh, is Bray the first one in line? Yeah, let's start with Bray. I I got the Rams. I got them by three. I still I got the Rams by three. What's your score there? My score this week. Well, we did. We we're going week to week, which we started last week. I'm gonna go this week. I changed it. I'm going thirty thirty three. All right, thirty thirty three is Bray. Who you got winning? The Rams. The Rams. The Rams. All right. Rams. But that last second. With that last second three point, I'm gonna take this shit. We out. That three point. We're gonna say it's coming down the field goals. Matt Gay, can he do it? All right, Freddie, where are you at? Well, you're next in line, Commission. Am I? All right. Well, my screen, you are. Okay, so I don't remember what my last one was last week, but 
I'm going to probably say 30. You know, let's go with the common score here. Let's go 31-24. I'll give it 31-27 Rams. I think it's a late touchdown, though, from L.A. Okay. I don't think they go for the field goal. I think they go for the fucking touchdown. I think Stafford drives that motherfucker in there to OBJ, and they say, fuck the Giants, fuck the Lions, Super Bowl <laughs> fucking champs. This guy. Nah, Stafford's for us. I know he is. I'm going with the Bengals. Unpopular opinion, but I'm going with the Bengals. 20, 28, 35. We're going to get a whole TD over you. He's taking that seven points. Damn, you betting against the spread this week, Freddie, or what? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. He's, he's, he's got his uh, earnings in on the Bengals. All right, right. right, let's go to Ryan here. All right, I think, uh, you know, as a Detroit fan, I'm rooting for Stafford in this one. I think it's uh, it'll be a shootout, but, you know, I'm rolling with my boy Stafford. I think it's going to be 37-27. Damn. Double digits. I think uh, Stafford's got a lot to prove. I think uh, he goes in there and he lights it up for sure. Last but not least, I think the most popular opinion here from a fellow NFC West and uh, Closet Rams fan this weekend. What we got here, Paolo? So I'm going to have to go with the Joes and the Bengals. Go with Joe Cool and Joe Mixon. You know, so Joe my Pooh. guys. Joe, Joe Mixon's my Shiesty. boy. So I got his back all the way in this one. Stafford failed me. Miserably in fantasy <laughs> this year in the last couple <laughs> rounds. So. Nah, so that's where this is coming from. Cooper Cup was my MVP, though, in a couple leagues. Not going to lie. Shout out to Cooper Cup. Hey, MVP, triple crown. So what's your, what's your score there, Paolo? 31-28. Burrow drives it down. McPherson cools it off. You taking the million-dollar Bengals. Yes, sir. Joe B. All right, I'll give you like that, that one. Good predictions. I like that one. Matt, what's your prediction? Matt? Oh, he's in Cabo. Oh, wait. The Cowboys are on the bench. Ah. That guy's <laughs> on vacay, bro. He's on the beach. He's on an unwanted vacay right now. He's with some Sean Payton talking about future. Should we uh, go ahead and move on to NFL free agency or... Uh... Where where you think players What's land? What's your biggest targets out there? Let's go. I mean, it's last so, week. Right? Oh, let's get it. I think uh, the biggest free agency names I see would be like a Devontae Adams, Tyron Matthew, Allen Robinson, uh, Stephon Gilmore. Let's see. J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson, Von Miller. Um. Well, Sue, OBJ. I mean, there's a lot of lot of good uh, free agents out there. You said OBJ, OBJ. You think OBJ is gonna leave? He's on a one year deal. But you think he's gonna I leave? Mean, yeah, he's gonna want more money, and they're cash strapped. So maybe. I mean, if they pay him in Bitcoin again, then I think it should be straight. Was he just? Would he just get paid twenty grand? What a fuck! It goes around. No, no, it wasn't that little. It wasn't that little, Paul. <laughs> I'm sure they hooked the man up with some incentives for the Super Bowl, yeah. but well, he's getting a mill if he pulls this off. So never pay Bitcoin. Yup. 
I mean, if if OBJ's out, where do you think he he lands at? I think he goes right across the bay there to good old San Francisco. That would be that would be nice. Also, a lot of rumors are he's a Minnesota, he's always well, a Minnesota native, <clears throat> and he's always just. Uh, express he wants to play in Minnesota and Justin Jefferson's now there. LSU. So that's always a possibility too. Although he likes the big lights. Big city Minnesota ain't that. That's where BLM's at. Nah, if he goes with Burrow, that's going to be deadly. Because he's actually coming alive in the playoffs. He's actually hey, doing if he goes out over to the opposite side in Ohio just to win one over there. That's a couple people off his OBJ move. Like I said last segment with Burrow is that with him having that ACL tear last year, I mean, he's still technically in that rookie year, per se. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he brought a team that was second worst in the league or fifth worst, whatever it was, all the way to the Super Bowl, who Lamar Chase with a rookie head coach. I mean, like you guys were saying earlier, I think you give Burrow those keys and he's going to be really great. So I think uh, Burrow, Burrow's a really great QB from what I've seen in a rookie year. Hey, that's the next GOAT. That's the yeah. next GOAT. The right next there. GOAT. No whoa, guy. whoa. He's got a long ways to go even to catch Mahomes, my guy. Yeah. Hey, the speed that he's moving right now, bro, it's, I feel like if he wins this Super Bowl, he'll be there. Right off the bat, Mahomes was doing it. Yeah, I think Mahomes has... Since being a starter, he's made every AFC championship game, and he's gone to three Super Bowls. Four or five. Is it five or four or five? Four or five, but it's four in a row. They're but counting yeah. his rookie year when he was behind Alex Smith. So, I mean, let's be real. Mm. Four out of four years him starting, he's four for four. Yeah, and three three straight Super Bowl appearances. Was it three straight? Um, no, the, uh, New England knocked him out in the AFC Championship the year before the Niners. That's right. But the Chiefs had that game one, D4 lined up offsides like a dumbass on third and long, and they picked him. And it wasn't even something that, like, happened like it normally does. He lined up. So, like, they were all set, and, like, no one threw the flags. You could clearly see he was fucking offsides, but, like, no one ever told him to get back. So the refs waited mad long until after the play was over. Then they threw the fucking flag on. But, I mean, he was offsides by, like, a good half inch. Speaking of the, uh, the Chiefs, though, Tyron Matthew is a free agent as well. A big uh, key piece of that defense. That's what I'm saying, bro. Y'all, y'all bagged on me because I said Mahomes is on a decline, but we're going to see. I mean, yeah. How you on a decline at 24 years old, my guy? He's got plenty of time to go back up. Hey, what happens when a team starts off going crazy, winning every game, or, like, scoring 20 points off the board and zero, and the other team got zero? Your defense got to make that momentum swing. Look at the Niners. That's what they lived off of. He started off really hot in the NFL, and now it's, like... It's true. Teams are starting to play better defenses on him. It's gonna be all mental though. He's still a fucking, he's still a beast of an athlete, but it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna hit him mentally. Not making it. I to think the it, Super Bowl. I think it did though already. I think it hit him mentally this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had that mental. You know, the regular season he's always dominated, but this year he 
got challenged there for a while. You know what I mean? Well, and then I think this is the first playoff experience he's really truly had because when he lost to Brady, that was like no one expected. Yeah, like we didn't. Yeah. yeah. So, but now we expect it. But I think, I think he comes off. It sucks because I'm hoping Allen can do it next year. But uh, angry Mahomes revenge. I mean. We'll have to we'll see, see how he rebounds from this loss to Cincinnati next year. If he yep. if he can't get back to that Mahomes magic, then then I might start to agree with you there. I don't yeah. think it's a decline though, because I still think even with Mahomes' talent, he's still going to be a top quarterback in this league. But yeah, the the start he's had is definitely something that uh, Brady had. So he's yeah. he's got big shoes to fill if he wants to. Uh, like if he doesn't start, if he doesn't become the next Brady, he will definitely get criticized a lot. So he's got a lot of pressure on coming up. Yeah, to be fair, too, teams are kind of figuring them out. I mean, Tampa Bay obviously exposed that whole team last Super Bowl. I mean, if if you pressure Mahomes and he's got to make plays and extend them, I mean, it's a fifty fifty. If you you keep pressure on him, it's you know he's gonna try to make that play, but it's like. You know, teams kind of figure him out. I, I hate to throw in the lines to every reference here, but but was it Tampa Bay that figured him out, or was it the was it the Detroit Lions that uh, showed the world uh, how to stop Mahomes? Remember, Mahomes did not have a touchdown. It's one of his only two games in his career he did not have a touchdown in, and their defense scored them, I believe, a touchdown that game off a fumble. So technically, we held the Chiefs to under twenty-four points on offense that game, and Stafford outscored them. Our defense folded at the end, unfortunately, but I think Detroit, Matt Patricia, that was the one thing he kind of did right. I think he exposed Mahomes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Galladay too had a great. Can game. I? Can I say something though? Like, I, is Mahomes really that good? We seen last week against Cincinnati, he was put in the position where he needed to win that game, and what did he do? He lost thirty yards on the drive or on the play that mattered the most, and fumbled the ball. Is he just good in positions where he has a team that he's gonna win, and it doesn't matter? You know well, what I'm saying? He threw an interception on that opening drive. My thing is put him, put, uh, put uh, Mahomes there in them uh, Matthew Stafford positions, all them fourth uh, quarter comebacks he's had. Does he do it? Like, honestly, can he do it? I'm just saying. We've seen what he did in that Cincinnati game. He had that game won, literally had that game won, and him himself, yeah. nobody else. It was Mahomes himself lost that game. Nobody else yep. lost that game. That's what Mahomes happened. Mahomes started off game. too hot. That's why I hate when, when like, let's say my own team, let's say the Saints just start off with twenty points on the board to zero. I I know what's happening, especially when they're playing like a decent team. I already know what's gonna happen. When you start off hot, you give away all your fucking plays, all your energy in the first half. It's just bound to happen. I, I guess what I, I guess what I'm saying is, if you take a Patrick Mahomes and put him on a team, not even just Detroit, let's put him on a Jacksonville team, let's put him on a Cleveland team, let's even put him on that Houston team without Deshaun uh, Watson or yeah, Watson, right? Yeah, I said that wrong. My bad. <laughs> but anyways, let's put him on that Houston team. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, is he the same guy, or is it just the fact that he's on an offense with a guy like Tyreek Hill that can outrun a fucking cheetah? Or uh, let's go to Travis Kelsey, who can literally make any linebacker in the league look like a fucking tomboy. You know what I'm saying? Is it Mahomes? Is it Mahomes, or is it the people around him that makes him that good? I just would love to see a Patrick Mahomes on a Detroit team, on a Cleveland team, you know, on a New York Jets, on a New York Jets team, you know what I'm saying? So hold on, guys, can I, can I talk real quick on that go, Mahomie, real quick go, to, go. to Bray? You know, my, my homies. We know you love talking about Mahomes. The second favorite team. I love it, though. It's good, it's good debates, though. It's good debates. Bray brought up a lot of good points. Yep, yep. So here's my thing with Mahomes. Is it Mahomes? It might be. Let's not forget. And Kelsey Hill were there before Mahomes with Alex Smith. And they did make the playoffs before with Andy Reid. And we did not see those guys. I think what happened is Mahomes brought the best out of them. I think the talent he is, he brought the best. But I do agree. The Chiefs have definitely been figured out. So this is what I was saying with Freddie earlier. We got to see the next step from Mahomes here. But... And I agree with Bray. If, if if you put him on a a bad team like the Giants, I think the Giants is a pretty good reference, actually. Does he do what he does? I don't think so. I think he definitely to have success, you gotta have talent. Um, but I think if you put Mahomes on Houston, it would be interesting, is all I'm saying, with or with Cleveland. Would he elevate those guys though? Like, would he elevate that team? And bring out the best in them. We don't know. You know what I mean? So it's. I think my whole thing on it is because Kelsey and them were there before him. And they did have success. They didn't have a whole lot of success. But they definitely made the playoffs. I think they had Jamar Charles a few years too with Andy Reid. But Mahomes comes in dude. And I mean that guy just lit it up. I mean he's just another talent. And I think the last. The last point I want to make is. When Bray asks if Mahomes is that good, I think that's a good question. It depends on what what you're asking. Is he good all time? When you talk about the Brett Favre's, the Drew Breeses, and stuff like that, I don't I don't think so right now. I would agree that he's probably not up there. Um, but when you look around the league right now with other quarterbacks, is I mean, there's not a lot of good ones out there right now, especially with the old ones leaving, the new ones. I think you got. Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert. Um, I think Stafford. Stafford. A lot of people. He's still got years in him. He's got like five, six years to go. So I, I only throw Stafford. Yeah, Stafford's going to be around a little while in that team. Um, I'd say Stafford. Um, but then it's like, who do you? What's the next quarterback tier after that? You know what I mean? So it's like Mahomes is definitely. I don't think there's a lot of quarterbacks like him that elevate the team the way he does. So maybe him being in Cleveland or Jacksonville, maybe he he elevates some of those guys. I mean, Marvin Jones with Mahomes could be could be nice. We we know Marvin Jones is a hell of a hell of a receiver, very underrated in Detroit with Stafford. Great plays um, with Trevor Lawrence this year. Yeah, they had Chris Conley. Just to kind of go off what you said too. Now that you're talking about it, I can see what you're saying. Like, if you kind of go off, like, uh, like how good uh, the quarterbacks are right now, 
I, I can see what you're saying. If you put him a Holmes anywhere, I could see him turning that team around. But I, I guess I was thinking more like, let's say, for a sake of argument, let's say 10 years ago, right? When Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, I hate to say the Manning brothers, but let's be honest. <laughs> the Manning they were brothers, good. Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. You know what I'm the would you say Mahomes is in that category though? Would you say it's there? No. Not yet. Not at Not this yet. point in time. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta understand that those guys have a long history. So you're judging them off like twelve years plus. Mahomes has only been in the league for a few years, so you gotta wait till till what he has left to do. No, no, I understand 100% what you're saying. I'm not saying he's a fucking unbelievable talent. I, I would be crazy to say he's not. What I'm saying is at that 12th year, that 13th year, is he going to be a Eli, or a Eli brother, a Payton, yeah. Manning brother, Eli, but you know what I'm saying? You, you, like a Ben Roethlisberger. Now, yeah, is he going to be that guy? Not now. I know he is that guy. I'm saying in the future. Is he gonna be that guy? I don't know. I think it depends. I think it depends. Honestly, it's. I think he, like I said before, with his talent, his talent will be there for a long time. Um, that's not going away. But I definitely think the position. I think I guess what you were saying earlier about playing him in a Jacksonville or something like that. It could make a difference though in a little bit of a decline though too. I mean, because Andy Reid is a hell of a coach. Um, yeah. he'd be going, you know, with the, you know, who's Jacksonville's coach? Well, Peterson's all right. So, I mean, let's, let's say like somebody else, like the fucking Joe judge of the giants or something that just got fired. You know what I mean? It's Mahomes doing that with that guy. Mm. Probably not. I mean, even with the talent that was in New York, I don't, I don't think so. I think Mahomes definitely wins them more games than what they won. Um, but yeah, I don't think Mahomes is like making Super Bowl runs or anything like that. So definitely in the long run, we have to see what happens with Andy Reid. How long is Reid gonna stay there? I think as long as Reid's there, I think Mahomes is there. Um, kind of like a Peyton Breeze duo type deal. Um, if that's a thing, then he's probably he could get to that Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, maybe not Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's a fucking goat. Um, but those other quarterbacks we talked about, the Breezes and Rodgers, and I think he could get there if Andy Reid sticks around long enough. If not... I think that's something, though, too, that you could even talk about. Like, is Because even Andy, Andy Reid, he had a Donovan McNabb, he had Michael Vick for a minute there. He now has uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Is it, yeah. is it... Is it you know, is it Andy Reid or is it these quarterbacks? You know what I'm saying? Like, is I know the quarterbacks have to go out there and make the plays, but we're looking. We kind of see now Andy Reid. He's had three quarterbacks now that are above what you would expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, someone's got to prep those guys throughout the week and get them into a game plan and get them rolling and stuff. I mean, I think the players to themselves though can take over a team just by watching film, studying the game, like going back to earlier. I mean, the players are in the game. They know the weaknesses. They know the ins and outs of it. But, I mean, I think a coach is there for, like, a mental standpoint. Like, the players are going to make the plays, but the coaches are there to be, like, a, a support system, per se. So you yeah. go either way with it. A hundred percent. 
I mean, Andy Reid, I mean, took Donovan McNabb to pretty high levels. And I, you know what I mean? I never looked at McNabb like that either, even when he was doing it. But he did it. I mean, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think Mahomes is, you know, today's NFL is different to quarterbacks. But I mean, yeah, like Bray said, I mean, is it the quarterbacks or, you know, is it these coaches? That's why that's why it's hard, man. You take a guy like Bill Belichick, right? With these Patriots, how long's he been there, PJ? You, you, you what is 99. it? Two thousand nine. As a ninety nine, I was gonna say ninety nine, two thousand. Well, how many how many losing seasons have they had? Maybe two, three. They had. I don't think out. Honestly, they had okay. So the year after they won their first Super Bowl, they went seven nine, and then outside of that, I think it was just recently with Cam Newton. So two. But I'm saying that was after two thousand one, right? Like the yep. seven and nine. You're saying, yeah. Yeah. Brady, and remember Brady tore his ACL first game, second quarter of what oh seven yeah. against the Chiefs, and Matt Castle came in. They went eleven and five. Look at Matt Castle, went 11-5, and then what happened? He got pulled because Tom came back. That's why it's hard. I, I understand that it's the players that go out there and do what they have to do to win. But um, at the end of the day, like I said, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, look at his winning record. You know what I'm saying? These coaches really do make a difference. Uh, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, too. Pete Carroll has a winning uh, record with uh, Seattle. It's just one of those things that... I know coaching don't make the like the final decision, right? Uh, but uh, it definitely makes a difference. Look at it. even Dan Campbell. This uh, Lions team this year is absolutely terrible. Most of our, I mean, look at our starting receivers, right? Uh, I think most of the, outside of St. Brown, it was mostly second, third, fourth, fifth receiving core, and yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> I don't it think was bad. We lost Cephas early too. Remember, I think in uh, preseason we lost Cephas. And Jared Goff didn't even finish. He missed a couple games, right? And he still didn't even finish as one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL, right? So, I surprisingly, don't know. I think we rag. I remember ragging on the guy early on, like the turnovers. And then I look back at the season. I'm like, seven picks. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Like, I thought he would have thrown 15 and 25 fumbles, but that's nowhere near what it was. I guess what I'm saying is I think people take coaching uh, for granted, right? I, I, coaching's a big thing in the NFL, and I think it's some that's almost been kind of lost in a situa- in certain situations, I should say. Well, I think That's what I was saying the- earlier. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, I, I was going to say, I think going back to the Brady-Belichick kind of discussion, who made who or, you know, who who is greater, I think uh, Tom Brady put that to rest by going to the Tampa Bay Bucks, Even though they had a stacked team, Tom Brady's, you know, he's he's been in the league. I'll argue he's... on that. I will argue you on that, brother. <laughs> well, you know, before we get to that, uh, I just wanted to say, though, Belichick's always been known as the defensive guru. I mean, Tom Brady's always been a winner, per se. I mean, you get Drew Bledsoe, who is leading that team to wins, and then you get Tom Brady that comes in, and he just he, he picks up where Bledsoe left off, basically. Um, but kind of what I'm getting at, though, is that Belichick, 
is a great coach, and you can clearly tell that. I mean, even this year with Mac Jones, a rookie quarterback, his defense was stellar. I mean, his defense carried him all the way, I would say. Not, not Where was the credit. Pro Bowl, Mac Jones? Where was that motherfucker? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Let's talk, though, about the fact that Bill Belichick, he one year, last, not last year, meaning like this, the year that just passed, but last year without Tom Brady, that first year, that one, what did he lose? Nine games? What was it? Seven and nine? Six, seven and, yeah, seven and nine. To be fair, though, that year is when COVID had just hit and a lot of players defensively sat out that whole year, to be fair. And they, it, what, dude, that's my point. How good is fucking Bill Belichick? That's what he, we He's honestly, a guru. And that's. That's what I was getting Number one. Tom Brady. I think what what you were saying, Ryan, earlier when it was Brady Belichick, I don't think there is a – I don't think it was one. I think it was either. Belichick brought out the – he knew what Brady was and brought it out, and Brady knew what Belichick wanted and executed. You know what I mean? They both, like, fed off of each other. I think Belichick proved it. He had one bad year with Cam Newton and co. I mean, like you said, COVID really hit that team hard. I mean, they had the most players out of any team in the league, and it wasn't even close. They had, like, multiple people out. All defensive starters, almost. Hey, multiple people out, but teams like our Lions still finish way worse. You know what I'm saying? So what does that say about Bill Belichick? This guy's got Coaching. practice squad guys going, and he still finishes better than these guys that have full teams. Winning games with Jared Stenham. I'm reading Patriots storylines for fantasy when I had Myers, and they're talking, what what can we do, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, like, motherfuckers, you ain't Detroit. Like, you could be way worse. You're over here with this drama. Like, you got fucking Belichick. Like, shut the hell up. So I was listening, speaking of just Patriots in general, I was listening to a uh, the I Am Athlete podcast with a lot of NFL players in it, and Darrell Revis was actually in one of them, and he talked when he played for the Patriots. He, uh, he basically said, like, Belichick was, for say, a cheapskate because when Darrell Rivas signed with them, it was a one-year deal. But he said he made sure his money was guaranteed because Belichick's kind of that person. Like, he's not going to guarantee your money. Like, look at Tom Brady over the years. Winning Super Bowls, left and right, playoff wins, getting paid, like, the worst quarterback salary ever. You know what he guarantees his players, though? A Super Bowl, a motherfucking Super Bowl. He says, you want the money or you want the trophy? What are you here for? But this is also going to how great Belichick is, though, because, yeah, he was saving a lot of money by not paying big money for players. But he also wasn't putting really anyone around Tom Brady offensively. Who has Tom Brady had over the years? Wes Welker one year. He's had Randy Moss the one year. He's had, like, you know, these no-name guys, Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan. So it's like Belichick never never really put anyone on the team either. He would never spend the money. So it's like that's kind of going back to Belichick being great, you know? Yep, 100%. I had a little accent over here, and he's drinking some beer. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Belichick is definitely the go of coaching. Where did Paulo go? Anybody know where Paulo went? Uh, for our viewers at home, I believe Paulo had to fly out to Cabo to meet Matt. To meet Matt, yep. 
they had a little something going on. Niner gang, bang, bang. Niner gang, bang, bang. Matt, we miss you. Just want you to know, don't be salty. We went without you tonight. We miss you. Thank you for tuning into the Glow Corn Friends podcast, episode two. We appreciate you yeah. guys, and good luck on all your Super Bowl bets. Peace. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Gang, back in the stool. Gang, gang, uh. gang, 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 yeah. gang, gang.